0: Welcome back to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. This is episode number 377 with Liz Teresa. We are having so much fun in this episode. I just have to warn you because not only do we laugh so much, but we go into these little sidebar conversations that are hysterical. So if you like to laugh and you like to learn about websites, you're going to love this episode. Uh, We are going to break down the five biggest mistakes that you can make on your website and how to really fix it because they're very simple, quick fixes. But you want to clean it up a little bit because ideally, when your soulmate client finds you and they find your website, what do you want them to do? You want them to click work with me, buy my thing, you know, book a call, whatever it is. And getting these tips from Liz is going to really help you to maximize that potential. So, also, we mentioned how I was on Liz's episode of her podcast, Liz on Biz. We're going to have all of that for you in the show notes. Make sure as you're listening to take a screenshot and tag me and Liz Teresa on Instagram and let us know you're listening. And if you feel called out, let us know, just say, hey, listen, I made mistake number one or I made all five. That's okay, we got you, no worries. So take a listen, take notes, and make sure that you clean up those websites so people who wanna work with you can. All right, here's this week's episode. You're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Aarons. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice i'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down-to-earth approach to business and spirituality tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose if there's one thing i've learned the hard way It's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is, you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the podcast have my friend Liz Teresa here with us. And uh, I hope that you were smart enough to know that I was on Liz's podcast and already listened to it. But if you haven't, Go over to Liz on Biz podcast number 253. You get to listen to us talk. I did some like, I don't know, we had some, like a deep conversation. It was unexpectedly deep and also quite humorous. I'd have to say we have fun together, but I was on Liz's podcast and I was like, you have to come on the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. Everybody's going to love you. And interestingly, sometimes before I have a guest on, I'll just sort of open up like what's coming up. What do we want to talk about? And Liz is really best known for websites and web design. And what did you call it? Web, web read, up, sorry, revamps, revamps, right? So website revamp. So if you're wanting to rebrand and get higher conversions and get your customers to love you more, she's been doing a lot of those lately. But we're going to talk about some of the mistakes that people often make about websites. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the five biggest, like really in your face mistakes that you see all the time. We had this great list going, but before we do, I want to kind of back up a little bit because I'm sure listeners are curious to know more about you. How did you get into this space of websites and how you're so passionate about brands and style and like
1: all of these things that come together so beautifully in your work. So take us back a little bit. Oh God, I'd love to. So Your website is so, websites are important. Everybody remember that. I have a shirt that says I love websites because I really do. I really love websites because your marketing is only as effective as your site. Okay. Because your marketing is the thing that drives the traffic. And where I kind of like landed on that is that I started my business as a social media marketer. And I would make these like ad campaigns for people. And this is back in the day, all right? It was a long time ago. And I would drive all this traffic and they'd be like, Liz, I'm not getting sales. Liz, I'm not getting sales. And I'm like, well, I can't like change where they're making that decision because the decision happens on the website. Sales decisions happen on the website. Like knowing and trusting happens on the marketing So I was getting people to love these brands, but then they didn't want to buy anything because they got there and it just looked like a big dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. You don't want to give money to a dumpster fire. No, not usually not although i have but it's seldom very very seldom like very sorry sorry for you know what i'm doing here (laughs) i don't know it's like when you're buying something from off the back of a truck you don't want it to feel like that right website
0: like i'm only
1: here like you're
0: in a bad neighbor. like i'm only
1: here because my friend told me it was a really good place to go i just want to get in and out and then you're very sorry and then you might like the thing but then you don't want to replicate that experience and that's like That's why when people say, oh, websites don't matter. I'm like, slap, slap, wake up. Yes, they do. You should be intentional about how people find you. Mm, You don't want to have your pants down for that. No, for that. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot.
0: Right? For that specific. I agree. And I know, I mean, if I had, I, I wish I had screenshots of like my OG websites that were just like, real, real hot messes and like maybe no calls to action and just like a lot of text about who knows what, you know, harsh colors and like Mm -hmm. just all of those things. So yeah, I've, I've gone through a lot of iterations and I feel like as soon as it's done, you're like, give me a minute. I mean, I need to redo it now because we evolve and change so quickly. I feel like, so I've been working on this um, experience and through this experience, which is Uh, basically a webinar, I have really honed in on my messaging and like really pared down. People really need to know about this alignment thing Mm. and how can I bring that into other places? So it's hitting, it's hitting like so many different things. And so I feel like with different projects, it can probably affect people in different ways as well as like just even getting a photo shoot done. Like, okay, how do I want to show up? How do I want to use these photos? How do I want people to interact with my brand and see me and experience all that?
1: It's your footing, your websites, your footing, your branding too. I always say branding is a living document. Mm-hmm. And that's why when I make websites, I always make sure they're click to edit friendly because yeah. like, otherwise, why would you give somebody something that and they're like, it's like buying a new car. Mm-hmm. Websites are a lot like cars. They mm-hmm. look very old the next year, suddenly, <laughs> often, <laughs> unless like, I mean, especially if you get a theme, because like themes that were cool a few years ago will look really like odd. looks like a Polaroid instead of like a resolution photo. And then you're like, what happened? It happens. It happens.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. There's a wonderful woman who I love. She's an amazing healer and she lives in a different state. And I've worked with her in person and her website, I think is from 1990. Like it's yeah. that kind of a brand. I'm like, oh, and like, there's literally no contact information on it. And you're like, I don't know what this is for. I don't know. I only have your number because somebody gave it to me. I can't find it on your website anywhere. So I think obviously we can, we could probably talk about all kinds of iterations Mm. of website disasters and dumpster fires. But what I want to talk about, you gave five really great tangible examples of what people have been doing wrong and how to fix it basically. So the first one you said is the upper right-hand quadrant. People are not using them the way they're supposed to be. So what are they doing and what are they supposed to be doing?
1: So what's so weird about websites is that when you go there, your eyes actually kind of go in a zigzag when you're looking at the screen and we do this so quickly, you're almost not going to believe that you do it. You're going to be like, Liz, I don't know, I'm reading left or right, my, where I live. But I'm like, no, listen, sister. All right. You actually go right, left, right. So kind of like if you picture it, like, what is that? The less than or greater than? I'm not a yeah, math person. It's one of those. Yeah. It looks like Pac-Man. Yes. Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah so it goes right, left, up. right. Then it'll be the less than. Yeah. 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 You know, what's you know, what's mm. up. You got your math down, right? So if you're, right. if you know, they're starting in the upper right-hand corner of your page, that means that you need to be very intentional about that part of your site. So on LizTeresa.com, I actually put my lead magnet has a big button and it even wiggles because it's, Ooh. I'm very fun like that. So it goes wiggle, <laughs> wiggle and to make people want to click it in the upper right hand quadrant, you'll notice when you go to Google or Amazon, that's where you sign up, register now, log in uh-huh. a lot of websites. That's the get started. So yeah. this is, it's a very important spot, but a problem that I see is that like a lot of times people will accidentally put their social media icons. So they're actually inadvertently driving traffic away. Especially if you're getting traffic from social media, why send them back where they came from? Right. Get out of here.
0: You go back where you came
1: from. Go home. (laughs) Nobody wants you. Yeah. And that's sending the wrong message.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think like when I think of that too, is like, oh, a wiggle button. I'm already imagining like my website, like, oh. Does my website want a wiggle button? Yeah.
1: How do I how do I know if my website wants a wiggle button? <laughs> there's wiggle so. buttons. There's, oh my God, there's so I've won so many very cool buttons. I've made buttons that look like you're actually pressing it like it's 3D and it goes, oh. brr, it goes like inside of itself. Oh like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. He goes, Hoo-hoo. does it what does he say? Does he say that's, ex- that's what he says? Yes. Oh my god, that was so good. That was so good. I do really good impersonations of like a lot of things.
0: Yeah, clearly. What is what's your like go-to impersonation? I can do um Pikachu.
1: Okay, let's have it. Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. You okay. What's so good?
0: So good. My son yeah. would very much appreciate that.
1: Yeah. I do yeah. all of my son likes it. Cause I do all of them, but I like yell them in his face. He gets Aww. so excited. Yeah. He has like a Pokemon water bottle and like, has like all of them. And so Aww. I do all of them. I'm very Aww. good.
0: That's so cute. Well, I had to watch no. a YouTube video to draw Pikachu recently. So how'd you do? I did pretty well, actually. My, I am. I mean, as far as replicating something on you know YouTube video. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty good at it. And he was like mind blown watching me. And he was like suddenly I went up in the ranking of like coolness, mom. Like you could do that. He's like, this is amazing. You were a Pokemaster master. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, number two. <laughs> so- I love it. Um it's going to be a long podcast everybody. Um number 2, user experience. You're saying that there's like they're interrupting
1: the user experience. That's not nice. Yes. No, it's so mean you guys. You were gone to a website you guys and you went and it's just accosting you to download something and it's like wait, 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 you big you big jerk. Shouldn't you download this? And so sometimes when we have pop-ups that are not installed properly, it can create a really bad experience for somebody that just knows what they're coming to your website for. Because people might actually go to your website because they know exactly what they want. They might be like, oh, I want to go schedule a call with this person. I want to go check out their podcast, whatever. But then if your pop-up, like pop-ups that are not closable or pop-ups that have been improperly installed and that are layered on top of one another, that's just not nice. No, and I know I've actually
0: been through. This is this like sad, sad. I yeah. went through somebody's Facebook ad to opt into a thing, and when I went to the page to opt in, a pop up came over the opt in page. That's all it was. It was just an opt in ah. page, and it had a pop up. I was like, "Shit!" Oh, oh! And I reached out to them. I was like, "I don't know you,
1: but this is not. This not is good. happening. It's not good." Not pop good. pop ups on e commerce pages too, I think, are horrific. Like, if you're trying to check out and buy something and then a pop up, ha- I'm like, what happened? Are you asleep? What?
0: Not good. We don't like that. I actually don't like pop ups ever, even if it's just once after however many visits or being on the website forever long. Like, I will find it if I want to get on your. Also, like, I'm shocked in the year 2022 to still see footers that say, join our newsletter. Like, oh my God,
1: that's still happening. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to, I, nobody wants to, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants, wants to. to. So I actually, in the camp of pop-ups, I only install them when asked. And I always like them to be exit intent pop-ups because it's the least abrasive. Okay. They don't appear on mobile devices. Another That's good nice. thing. Nice. And and it's only when somebody's leaving ah, and it's only every 30 days. Okay. So they're the softest pop-ups soft. Also slide ins. I love slide ins. Yeah,
0: slide-ins, I'd actually, I'm not as offended by slide ins. They don't offend me.
1: Yeah. They're good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> you don't know what they're selling. You go to their website and you're like, you're lost. You're not yeah. sure, sure which way to go.
1: Well, and I think that's why on every single page of your website, no matter where people land, it's important to communicate who you are, what you do and what you sell. Mm. This is like a very basic thing. And so if you can't just, if you do anything, please do that. Right. And don't feel like you're pressured to say it differently on every page because repetition is just good marketing. Yes.
0: And so when you say who you are, what you sell, are you asking people to give a long form bio there or what are we looking for? Because I know some people might hear those words and go, I need to tell people about my life story right now. Oh no. Tell,
1: yeah. 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 Very good point. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I know, like, for example, Emily on your site, I know that you're a coach in a basic sense. <laughs> I know your name is Emily. So there you got who you are, what you do and then what you sell. So like private coaching. Yeah. That tab is at least visible on every page, but like, sometimes you'll go to a site and it'll be like home about services contact. And it might be a coach. It's a person you're like, she's has speakers. What do they do? Is there a book here? And like, yeah. like you, like if the person is like, I don't know how this person fits into my world. That's the experience of the user when they don't know.
0: Mm. And so so they automatically say, no, thank you. Taglines are
1: often your friend too. Yeah, Like a tagline can do that. Put the onus on the tagline. Mm. We. I was just talking
0: to a woman I'm uh, contracting with to do some work and we are making some strides in updating my YouTube channel. And one of the things we were doing was a little short video intro. Just like a little, you know, kind of wave in and then a wave out. And we were coming up with a tagline for it. And I was like, this is going to be all over my website. Like I could just feel that simplicity coming in. And, uh, and I really like that. So I like the idea that you just mentioned a tagline. Yeah. And I love video intros. They're so fun. Yeah. So fun so Fun and I did see yours on your website, like about Liz, and everyone's like, I love Liz, she's so good, isn't and- it? Great. And the intro goes,
1: it's so very momentous, cool. it's yes. very you think it's like the Super Bowl when you click to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's big. I was, yeah, I was
0: waiting for the bursting through the the piece of paper thing. From- uh- <laughs> she
1: had bangs in that one. I was like, I don't even it know did. this, Liz. I know that's that's baby Liz. Babe, yeah. we need a new reel. Yeah. On that page. Yeah. 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 That's little Liz. Yeah. Now she, now you're like a mature hair slick. I got blonde I right now too. Yeah. 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 It's nice. I, I like, like it a lot. Yeah. It works for my personality for sure. <laughs> you
0: could probably have any color hair. It would work for that person. I,
1: I think like, yeah, I've thought about it. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting freaky. I have, I've gone through color
0: spectrums. I've stayed pretty neutral lately, but back in the day being the gone. bee,
1: yeah. Do you ever say be in the D? No, never. Now you will. I never I bee. will not.
0: If I catch myself I will call you immediately like Liz. <laughs> You've
1: infected happened. me.
0: It happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Um okay, number 4. <laughs> as long as we're having fun with this list. Yes. I, I yes. Think the, I think the listeners will enjoy this. Um yes. four, closely competing calls to action.
1: Mm. Ooh. This was a problem, being the D. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. This is a problem all the time, you guys. I feel like being the D doesn't work. You know, Are there's a sure? question. I feel like the D
0: has some other implications. Well, if you call
1: it the D, well, then what's the B? Some people now, do? Like, do things go in the D? <laughs> Can they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this become a sex ed class? This- an entirely different podcast episode <laughs> i don't i was like is it an exit only
0: <laughs> a lot of things fun fact mm. most things while you think that it's an exit only sometimes it's not there was
1: a guy that one time put rocks in his d so he had, and he had to like and my friend who's a doctor had to fix it he was like from prison because they did that in jail Okay. They put rocks in there. You cut it and you put rocks in and it's supposed to create an experience. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Is this explicit? This is, no, it's, it's not. I think this is just, um, this is, um scientific this is data. alignment. Yeah. I'm not in alignment with doing that. They That's were how I putting the rocks in alignment. is what They, they were lighting them up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. gross. They're going to be like, I'm never, I'm never listening to Liz on this. <laughs> hang up they i was gonna say they hang up their phone but instead and they can't even close their you can't phone. even remember the can't able aggression? to hang up so well
0: oh oh my gosh that phone aggression you just slam that phone on the receiver smash it close now you throw sandwich. an
1: iphone you're getting a new phone
0: yeah you're getting that upgrade, that nice one. <laughs> that nice one with the three cameras, not just the two. Yeah, they know what's, they know what's up.
1: But no, <laughs> closely competing calls to action. This is actually something that's not in alignment with your best interest in, in making your website elite converter. And oftentimes this will happen when you have buttons that are placed mm. too close to one another or if you're getting a little too excited with the color red or like oh. any kind of like big um, high vibrancy color. If you place oh. too high vibrancy colors and buttons next to each other, it's gonna be. I mean, it'll be loud, you know. Mm-hmm. But if something is loud, you can't hear what's different. You, like if yes. you two things yelling at you, you're not gonna make a decision. Yeah. So what you mean
0: by the two call to action too is like the, you were talking about the book of fifteen minute call, by my coaching, yeah, by this thing, like all sort of together clumped up closely that they're clumped having to close. make a decision, having to make a decision between which one yeah. do I do.
1: Especially like in the welcome X, the area the, on the on a regular homepage, you're usually like, oh, welcome. I'm Liz. I'm really cool. Look at me. And then it'll be like schedule a call with Liz, learn more about Liz, like that thing. Yeah. You have to be really careful about placing anything that's going to detract attention from scheduling a call, assuming that in my that's case, what that is my number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The sidebar. How do yeah. you feel about free, like get to know you calls, the 15 minute, like, Hey, pick my brain or, you know, uh, what do they call discovery calls? What
1: do you feel about those? I do them because I'm, for me, that's been how I sell. So like for me, I've, I've just done it. I think though it can get hairy and it can fall when people like I'll have clients that'll be like, you know, I have like a lot of no shows where they'll have a problem. And if it starts to create a lot of dissonance, Mm. It means that it's no longer in alignment, yeah. probably, which would be yeah. something that you can sniff out even better than me. Oh, for sure. And then, and usually like, I mean, I have a buddy of mine and she owns a marketing company Um, and she had like a lot of no-shows and she's like, that's it. I only want people that are serious. And we switched her to an application <clears throat> model. Yeah. So much better.
0: Yeah. That's what happened to me when I first started working online. And I did like free, I called them clarity calls and I knew a clarity call was a sales call. It was tell me what's where it hurts. I will give you a solution via one of my things. And they thought it, even though I would say like explicitly, I understand this is not a healing session, click box. So uh, it, it was not a clear thing. And people would call and they're like, tell me what the, I should do in my business. And like and, and it was in or, or no shows. Yeah. Um, and I've had friends and clients who've changed to the paying method of like book a call and it's a, it's a fee or application. And I am opening up more one-on-one work with me. And through that process, I made an intake form that really basically says like your basic information, but also how much money you make in yeah. here. Because I know if I'm going to take the call or if I'm going to cancel the call based on your revenue, if you're not even qualified to work with me, I can just let you know, like in a nice way, like, you know what, here's some other things that you can do now, but this isn't the right, you know, thing for us. So you can kind of screen in that way.
1: Yeah. If you haven't, like, if you know, for example, your average client, at least grosses, let's just say $60,000. Yeah. I don't know, making it up or a yeah. hundred And you can be explicit. I have a client that she does bookkeeping and she only works with companies that make $250,000 or more Mm -hmm. because otherwise she's like, what am I doing here? Yeah. It's like, that means that they're not going to want to pay the retainer Mm -hmm. and it's going to feel like a stretch for them. And why should it when they can find somebody less expensive? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's true. I mean,
0: while I can help people who are in certain lower financial brackets, it's not where my zone of genius is because what they need of me is different than what people who are in a much higher income yeah, bracket yeah, yeah. really need. And, and then I can go like really serve at my highest level. And I love that. So yeah. back to this. So we have our fifth one, which is mobile responsiveness, which is kind of like, you would think it's obvious, but it's really not unless you're on mobile trying to access somebody's website and you're like, where is this thing already?
1: Yeah. So there's so much I can say about mobile responsiveness. For one, Google will ding you and penalize you for not being mobile responsive. Mm. So if your site has mobile issues, you're not the only one who's going to notice. Your clients will notice, your prospects, and Google. And you do have to appease those people at Google. Yes. Yes. And so that's kind of wicked big. The next thing I would say about it is don't underestimate, like, all screen sizes so this is why developers really exist by the way is because we design and build mobile responsibly so we're worried about your screen sizes before you know to be worried about it and then we created it we make it impossible for it to look dumb but like if you're DIYing you're not a developer so like you're not paying attention to all of it so like the mini because there's like the iPhone SE the iPhone mini yeah and then all the way up to the iPhone fancy fancy Pros, yeah. Tablet view, yeah. Website screw up tablet view, yeah. So so royally bad. Yes. Oh, that one is like check your oh. vertical tablet view. Heinous. Oh. Fix yeah. it, please fix it. <laughs> I fix those more than anything. Tablet view. Oh, it really, really matters though. Yes. Yeah. People ignore the tablet. But yeah. You can't.
0: No, you can't. I mean, no. a lot of, and I even know like with um because I use Kajabi for some of my stuff, which I don't love it's not user friendly for me or like designery friendly it mm. works ish yeah. but but then it has problems and you can't do basic things sometimes but they do have a view so you can preview it in the different angles of desktop tablet and mobile and you can see your stuff go all over the screen in yeah. each of those views <laughs> so there's a lot of times that you actually need to create different sections that it's different entirely for mobile or tablet versus how it looks on your lovely wide desktop.
1: Yeah. My site has an example of that. There's a collage of pictures of me with my clients on my homepage and it's wide. Yeah. And then as you shrink, like, cause my site, well, it's responsive. So it snaps. And then all of a sudden the collage, rather than being a wide collage, it's a vertical collage. Yeah. Yeah. So it
0: changes. A, perfect. Yeah. I love that. And I think that people especially people listening know that these are great foundational ways to just like quick and dirty, fix these things up. And you mentioned that there are some like DIY sites that are superior and some not so much. So for folks who are doing it themselves, do you recommend a specific type of service?
1: Yeah. Squarespace and don't fight the template, go with the flow on the template, even if it's not exactly what you want. Because save exactly what you want for when you hire somebody like me, a company like mine that can actually make you a professional website and yeah. avoid, avoid Weebly. Don't touch it with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> avoid, um, I really don't like Wix. I really okay. don't like Wix websites either. Yeah. yeah. And this is because? They, they look very janky on okay. mobile. Okay. And they also have a lot of SEO issues as well oh, okay. um, based on the way that they're physically built and that the sites are mapped. It's just not appropriate. Okay. They're not They're not palatable. It's like eating food that has a lot of gluten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to like WordPress, which is gluten-free. That's I build on WordPress. I okay. mean, um, also know that I want to, can I dispel a myth really quick? I would love that. So like sometimes people assume things about like WordPress in particular, what I've noticed is they're like, well, I don't like it because I used it once in 2007 and mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And what I would like to tell you is that WordPress likes Squarespace, like everything else, it, things change. And and also the way that one developer does something on WordPress in 2007 is different than how I do it now. Like I make it really easy for clients to edit and they that's something that I have to educate. That's why I do discovery calls so I can make them believe me, <laughs> you know, because they don't yeah. believe it. Like they think that they can't do it because so many things seem hard. And I think it's important. Squarespace is not hard. That's why I always say DIY there. Cause you really, it's hard to screw up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think that there is a transitional period when we go from, this is my hobby on the side to Mm -hmm. like, this is my career. This is my passion. And this is what I want to be known for my legacy. So we sort of have to invest ourselves in a different way. And I know for folks who are, you know, picketing going, but I don't have the money for a website Mm -hmm. designer. So I've worked with a number of different website designers at various income, like they different charge for different things. Some are just project-based, some are full website redesigns. Some are, let me fix that thing that the other person fucked up for you. So I want to say is this is an opportunity to start researching. I mean, look at what Liz is doing and shop around, like look for somebody who speaks your language. Also, I've noticed that people I tend to work with who are on the woo-woo spectrum Mm. tend to find it easier to help me because like, they're not like, what is this thing that she's doing? I don't understand. Like they kind of like are a little, you know, dowdy and like maybe don't understand the language so much, which is sometimes a good thing because they can bring a flag to something that goes like, well, what does that even mean? And I go, oh, that's not like, like everybody doesn't know that. (laughs) So that's helpful in my messaging, but it is really helpful to work with people who are interested in this similar thing, Not that they don't have to be like a hundred percent into your thing, but if you're at least on the same wavelength, I feel like that energy, it creates that real nice relationship. And I have had long-term relationships with website developers because of that. And, you know, I think it's a really healthy thing. Do you find that you work with people who you kind of connect with in a
1: deeper way too? Oh, I have to. Yeah. I actually, I have requirements for a good client on my website, which I'm really proud of. And it's a big FYI about like, I require a good personality, a partly sunny outlook on life and a sense of humor. Please, God, have a sense of humor. And if you don't, please don't call me because I just don't want to be bothered. And it's true. And and that does weed out the riffraff because people will see that and be like, oh, that's not professional. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. You're, you're right. It's not, you're, you're not, you're not,
0: like
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like me now, okay. We're yeah. That's not problem. even like me being me. That's just right. honest. And right. so then I'm like, oh, geez, then that's not going to work. So I have found that, um, that plus the discovery call have been my ways of weeding out a lot of the riffraff, but like, mm. I think that whenever you show up as yourself, like and authentically, and I really mean that yeah. and you show up, like I'm truly Liz every time I show up. Yes. And then that's enough for people to get a sense of my energy and know, like, oh, like, I like what I like how she smells.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You don't stink of desperation and,
0: you know, awkwardness. And I think also having your podcast is such a beautiful platform that you can just be yourself without having to edit and pare it down. I think that's why podcasts do work because people they do get to know you. They feel like they know you and love you. And we were just talking about like, Oh, are you going to any in-person things? And when I do go to in-person events with people, they're like, I feel like we are best friends and that we share common interests because I listen to you every single week and we're together. And Mm. when you build those kinds of relationships, I think it does make it easier for people to book those calls or to say yes, or like see your copy. And When you look at Liz's website, you're going to feel that energy. You're going to feel that tone. Like, I know exactly who she's talking to. And as a marketer, because as business owners, we are all marketers, like, look at that as such a great example of like, she's talking to her soulmate client. She's really feeling the energy coming in through her words, through her images, through her colors. And like, you don't even have to really read word for word. You can just get that feeling from, Mm, oh, thank you. I like, you're very welcome. This honestly, like, I mean, that's, that's truly what you feel. And that's what you want someone to feel when they go to your website, like, oh, this is an easy yes. And oh, I want to do that thing. So, you know, I want to bring people in because when we were starting to, before we were starting to record, I was Mm. feeling like there's something else that wants to come in beyond websites that is coming up for you. And like, there feels like a shift that's coming and you shared that you were watching one of my recent IG lives, which I've been super geeking out about. I've had so much fun. I think it's like, it's unfair how much fun I have when I do these like little mini <laughs> readings with people. I'm just like, I do them online, but when I'm face-to-face with people and those little, oh, I just have so fun. much fun so fun. And turns out my audience really wants me to make them laugh and they enjoy that levity, even when I'm talking about deep stuff. So you had mentioned that there was somebody who I did a reading for, I believe it was Rini York. And she, she's a dear friend and she's a past client and she was sort of debating about a membership. And you were saying that there was something in that message that, was for you when you just happened to be like, just happened to be watching at that moment that then later led into something bigger of what's coming. So I would love for you to kind of spill the dirt a little bit. Thank you. Oh,
1: I would be so excited to spill some tea. So basically (laughs) what she had kind of presented was that she'd been trying to launch a membership and you had shared that sometimes when we think about launching memberships, there's always this onus or like, we feel like an urge to give and give and give and give. Mm. And then we'll keep adding things to it because we think if we add more things to it, it'll make people spend more or want to buy it more. Yeah. And really that that's just like, it doesn't have to be that way. And yeah. that things can be really, really simple. So your advice was to pull things away from it. And I had been, I had been coming up. I even made a sales page. It's beautiful course, for a membership. I didn't want to launch. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, I was how like, many hours? <laughs> Right. You wonder about that. How many hours did I spend on that? But then I'm like, I'm going to reuse it for something else. But I, what's weird is that I did keep doing that. I was like, well, it includes this. It also includes this. And da, 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 da. Like I'm on a game show saying what you'll win right. if you give me your money. And then I was like, wait, if I really wanted to do this as something I wanted to do that didn't stress me out, that was an easy buy, this is what would it be? Like if yeah. I could simplify this. And so yeah. I'm calling it the social post subscription or it's going to be called the social post membership. Yeah. It's legit $9 a month. I know I'm just Great. shaking things up. Great. And what you get is every week, I'm going to make it really easy for my clients to be visible. Cause actually my mission of my business is to rise and be the star. Mm. And so often when we think that there's a wagon with visibility <laughs> and social media, and I'm basically saying, Oh my God, there's no wagon. There's just showing up or not showing up. Mm. You don't fall off a wagon and think you have to say, Hey, is this thing on every time you go do a post you can just go and post. And so every week you'll receive a prompt, right? It's like, yeah, that's what people do. They're like, for the can I just testing? Well, testing. Yeah. That's like, I know. I know I haven't been on for all well. Like really? whenever people do that, I never I'm noticed. Like, no. Yeah. They always like are embarrassed about it. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of your own head. And so basically this is, it's going to be a weekly social media prompt. Um, and I think especially now, um, and I do mean, with the state of the world being as as hectic as it is, I think that there's a space for somebody to help you do it with um, intention and savvy, so you're yes. not tone deaf. You know. Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: That's where I insert myself. I'm very I, excited. I think
0: that's so beautiful, and really, that's been the energy leading into this beginning of the new year. Both you and I were totally yeah. sick in January. And you said you slept all of January. I slept half of January. I was trying to keep one <laughs> eye open the whole time, but it's really after that, I would call it a sacred pause. But after mm. that rest period that your system is kind of like ready for something new, but you're no longer tolerant of all the other bullshit It's like, listen, mm. if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. If it's not simple, I'm not doing it. And I think we all have to draw the line yeah. to do that because- I feel like so many business owners are following people and, you know, who are ahead of them and following their strategies and their processes. And it's like, it's so much, it's so overcomplicated. Like what is the simplest, easiest thing for you and how yeah. can it be more fun? How could, and I'm doing the same thing of like, it just need things to be simple and enjoyable. And you know, what you're giving people is a high value every single week at a very low price. That's like so reasonable that people can like, well, why would I not do it? Like it's costing me more not to do
1: it. It's like awkward if you don't buy it. And that's what I wanted the price to be. I wanted it to be awkwardly low, but it's so I can expand my impact. Yeah. In a really fun and fulfilling way. Yeah. That doesn't kill me. And you know what I mean? But will help so many people not do the, Hey, is this thing on? (laughs) Hey, is this thing
0: on? I think that's the, the, Hey, is this thing on combined with, I'm just posting here to let you know, I'm going to be taking a break from social media. Oh
1: God. You're not an airplane. You don't need to announce it. Like I'm (laughs) always like, why does
0: this need to be an announcement? Like a formal state of the union address, <laughs> everybody, all of my followers, all of you, the buckle up. Th- the three who've seen me this week. Like, I, I just don't understand the purpose of that. Like, if you're going to leave, just like deuces piece out, like go and yeah. live your life, like live your best life off of social media, delete all the apps. I don't know, just do it. But I always found it confusing. Like I feel like there's just a little bit of them that's like I'm gonna just watch this to see how many likes and comments I get for real, like a minute, maybe a day, two days max, a week, and then I will totally delete these apps. It's like, just go, just go. yeah, I think that's okay. We have to give ourselves permission to also be off the apps. I have a friend who is like a big name published author with huge following, and she just was like, done. I'm done with all the apps. She told her publisher like it's a big house publisher. And she's like, I'm not doing social media anymore. And she runs in similar circles and people around her are like, Oh my gosh, I want to do that. She's like, so do it. I yeah. No, I just do it. <laughs> so, but it takes, it takes courage and it takes innovation and in sort of like a different way, but you better believe she's updating her website and keeping it like really oh, fresh. Yeah. And she's doing all kinds of really interesting things outside of those platforms that her audience really, really likes and enjoys. So uh, yeah, so if you get anything from this, please don't announce your departure from
1: social media. <laughs> no, no need for a press release. No, no. No. <laughs> no. I think this has been really helpful
0: for people. And certainly, you know, as I evolve my websites, I'll be hearing you haunting me in the back of my head always. 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 Yes. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so <laughs> as we mentioned at the beginning, I was on Liz on Biz, her podcast, number 253. This episode will be also linked in our show notes as well. So you guys can find it really easily. You don't have to work hard for, it. but we did have like a Googling it race against each other. We just, we tied. It was good. Good. So obviously we have fun. Every time we've hung out together, we're like, I think we just became best friends. (laughs) So how do people find you? Cause obviously if they're hearing you here, they're going to really want to find you and hang out with you too.
1: Oh yeah. It's weird if you don't. So it's LizTheresa.com, L-I-Z-T-H-E-R-E-S-A. And I'm Liz Teresa everywhere. Um, Liz on Biz podcast is so good. Go check so out good. Emily's episode.
0: Yes, please do. And what's his name? What's his name that you interviewed from the style show? Oh my gosh. Clinton Kelly. Clinton Kelly. Oh my gosh. That was yeah. such a fun episode. Yeah. That was such a fun episode. He's oh the my best. Gosh. He's great.
1: Love Clinton. Yes. Yeah. So fun. The coolest
0: the coolest. So we'll have these, these takeaways for you guys in the show notes as well, in case you were driving and you couldn't take notes, but I want you to remember these and really start to take into action. So do me a favor. I know that you all love taking action. Take a screenshot of this episode. Make sure you tag me and Liz Teresa on Instagram. Say hi, let us know what your biggest takeaway was and what was your biggest boo-boo like be honest with us like let us know what did you do come on be honest <laughs> which one of, or is it like all five you just raising your hand slowly in the corner but let us know and and I hope that this was helpful so that you can really help attract the people you want and help serve them at your highest level so Liz thank you for being here with us
1: thank you so much